back from I don't know what, but we're back. Conrad? Hello. So Conrad's here. <laughs> this is take two. Sorry, we've had technical problems, and I'm trying to undo the conversation we had before this. But anyway... It was Grant really is, good. Yeah. It was really good. And uh, filling in for Grant, who's meeting the rest of his brown brethren today in Las Vegas, is a frequent contributor to the podcast, actor... I guess actor. I haven't acted at anything. But you have before. Once. Okay. Oh, okay. A couple times. But nothing nothing recent. Oh, fuck it. Director, (laughs) producer, writer, musician, Devin Curry. Hello. Good to be back, guys. And our guest today, stepbrother of Spurs all-star David Robinson. I love that guy. Mike Robinson. Hello. Mike's white for all you people who can't see, which would be all of you. Unless you're Stevie Wonder. <laughs> yes, I'm well, an Irish man. I'm applying suntan lotion right now because the lights are too bright in here. <laughs> so uh, let's catch up a bit. It's been a while. Let's go around the horn and start with Devin. What have you been up to? Let's see. Conversation uh, we have not had yet. Yeah, um, let's see. What a, I... Uh, well, the, the short film that we worked on together, Alex, Conrad, and myself, uh, Hired Guns, that uh, we dropped that on YouTube uh, a little while back, a couple months ago, and uh, you can find it easily at HiredGunsTheMovie.com. Shameless plug for all you listeners. Is there a HiredGuns.com? Like, is it like a website for mercenaries or something? <laughs> I, I think when I looked it up, it was... Uh, it was for a production company, like like one of those like club promoters. Oh, like Hired Guns Productions. Like you know, we're gonna be playing Da Rude at the. You know, Da Rude's coming to DJ tonight. Bobby playing, Bottle Service. <laughs> Bobby Bottle Service. Sandstorm. <laughs> I don't know any of these references. I'm sorry. No, it's, you're for the better. Uh, you, 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 you'll know Sandstorm when, when we played for you after this podcast. Okay. It's yeah, it's a, it's just like I'm just track. yeah, all these bad trance songs from the the early aughts. Well, Vanderlei Silva still walks out to, to the Sandstorm like it just came out. Yeah, you know, it seems like that the in the martial arts community, trance has a a life of its own that Ooh. continues. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. So does Kid Rock apparently. <laughs> Oh. What? Yeah, I don't know. Like Ba What the Ba seems to be a very popular walkout name. That's retarded. Oh, walkout, walkout for what? What do you mean? Oh, for like MMA fighters, oh. like their entrance theme. Oh, I didn't know they did that in MMA. Yeah, they do. Wow. Well, I mean, they do it in all like they do it in boxing too. But right, it's not as epic an event as it is in in, in wrestling. Right, right, in wrestling. Well, also, yeah. also, DMX still has uh, relevance, right? No, because Chuck Liddell retired. Oh, I thought I thought Rampage had had did the uh, one more bridge to oh that's that, right. that song you love so much. Yes, I wish one of them came out to the theme song for like Sister Sister. I think yeah. that'd be really good. <laughs> right. Sister Sister, right, something like really like tough dude. Yeah, <laughs> or like they can't the, laugh because they're gonna kill him. <laughs> or like he came out to like the the score of like. Lawrence of Arabia or something like, something like really like... Or Jurassic Park or something. Yeah. Well, uh, Mirko Krokop used to come out to uh, Wild Boys by Duran Duran. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's Euro though. It's okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, anything else new? Grand uh, Atrium? Oh, yeah. So uh, 
For those of you who don't know, I make music under the name Grand Atrian, and I've been recording, and hopefully I have some stuff coming out this summer. And I'm making my DJ debut tonight at a small house party in Echo Park. So, all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> shit, shit hot, shit hot tracks. What's going on the playlist? Off. Did you have Genius make it for you? Genius, like Jizza the Genius? No, like Genius <laughs> iTunes Genius. Oh, no. I <laughs> I've never, you know, I've never used that uh, before, to be honest. I I just, like, methodically organize my iTunes library, but don't use any of the other features. Now, that that's for people like me who are even too lazy to make their own playlist. <laughs> Here's the song I like. Guess what 25 tracks you think will go good, good with this. So, so are you a Pandora guy over a Spotify guy then? Um, yeah, I am. I like to be surprised. But Spotify has a cool little like radio thing in there that's like Pandora as well. Oh, that's right. So it's like both in one. It's pretty nice. Oh. Yeah. I will keep that in mind. Spotify. Listen to music. That's, that's a good the, plug. Yeah, that's, yeah. Little, yeah. that's, yeah, that's the great motto too. Listen to music. Yeah, the problem with Pandora for me was like it's like no matter what what channel you're on, sooner or later it ends up on Coldplay. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that's bad. Like on the and the Kenny Rogers station, it's tons of Coldplay. Because Coldplay must they, they must think it's like universally applicable to all genres and audiences. Boom. It is universally applicable to something quite sure it's to listening pleasure <laughs> sure i'm making a lot of money anyway. yeah i i think you know i read there was like a headline you know one of those internet articles that was saying like coldplay fans are like less likely to have sex or something than than <laughs> i i forgot what it was shit but it, it was it was fascinating stuff i didn't read it all Awkward. Right. <laughs> uh, now, number one Coldplay fan, Conrad. What, what? <laughs> Shiver. Shiver is my song, everyone. Shiver. Um, just been trying to do more auditions. Been working on a pilot that should be coming out June 24th or 25th called Newsroom on HBO. So it should be cool. And for those who don't know, what is Newsroom? It's basically kind of like the backstory of, say... Um, like reporters and just to get a feel, not a, it's technically about the news. It's it's about the news, but it's, it's primarily just like stories surrounded by everyone in the actual newsroom. So it's really cool. Mike's actually part of it as well. True. And it's, um, it's an Aaron Sorkin thing. So it's going to be really smart. (laughs) Is this the one with uh, Jeff Daniels in it? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Oh, cool. And um, you could see actually some of the trailers on, I think, on HBO or YouTube, and they're really good. Really, really good. So, Tell us more about Allison Hayslip. She's really cute in person. It's just she does – I hope she's listening. Very That's pretty. funny. She's cute on the TV too. <laughs> no shit. But she does like this, this cackle kind of thing that's like so funny. It's like if you were blind, you'd be like, yuck. But you're not blind, so you're like, oh, that's cute. So True. So, yeah. And then uh, Olivia Munn's there. She's just like, she's eye candy. She's pretty. And Emily. And, yeah, it's, it's a really great cast. Really, really strong actors and actresses. So, yeah. Sweet. 
Yes. Yeah. Any yes, other sir. work that you've been doing lately? Um, just been working with a couple of my friends as well on like little skits here and there, um, and just trying to trying just to get our name out there, just you know through networking and so on and so forth. Because of course, the ultimate goal is so you know you don't have to technically work. Right. So it's yeah. all about not having to really exactly. Work. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> my go- my goal is not to work as well. <laughs> that would be I was, awesome. I was I was really bummed about not winning the lottery because <laughs> that would have helped me achieve that goal. Oh, that would fuck Maryland. So awesome. But then uh, so many horrible things happen to people who win the lottery. Though. You ever true. watch like those TLC shows where it's I won the lottery and then my husband <laughs> tried to murder me on a speedboat that we bought. Yeah, but you know, I feel like I'm the exception. You're the ex- that. you're the, that's what everyone like, says, though. Everyone says they're exception. I'm sorry, <laughs> but you're gonna you're gonna die in a speedboat. I'm sorry. And for <laughs> our guest, well, I guess that that's one bit of news we know. But you, you did not win the lottery. I did not win the lottery. I do not own a speedboat. So first but thing, if you I would, did, it, it, I would be fine. Though. First thing you would you you'd, you'd buy besides you know a house, car, and all that right. stuff. What, what's your your personal? Like thing that's unique to you that you would get? Wow, that's a good question. I think I would go to Amoeba in Hollywood and just go, like, you ever see Supermarket Sweeps? Remember that old show? <laughs> where, like, they just take the, <laughs> I would just, like, go to Amoeba and just be like, oh, DVDs and CDs, posters. And I would just keep saying that over and over again. <laughs> DVDs, music, posters. And, yeah, that, that would be the first thing. And then a speedboat, obviously, goes with that question. It's everyone's first choice. <laughs> Yeah, but, um, Mike, wouldn't you need, like, a new house to fit all your DVDs I'm in? just going to live in the speedboat, I think. I thought you were going to buy Amoeba. That'd be yeah, I'm buy, yeah, There's no point to buy a house. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get this and leave it. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. So would, yeah, this be like a, would this be, like, a normal speedboat or, like, a speedboat, like, in Thunder in Paradise? Ooh. Ooh. The Hulk Hogan show. I know exactly what you're talking about. That is – I love that you brought that up, by the way. Um, it would be like that. Yeah, anything, yeah whatever they had. That was, I would tra- hire- that was a transforming speedboat with like <laughs> armor and shit. Uh, for those who don't remember such obscure popular culture, I can't even say it's popular culture because it was never popular. But it was <laughs> Night Rider. It was Night Rider on a boat with Hulk Hogan. Yes, with occasional uh, appearances from the man called Sting in a villainous Sting role. Sting was in there as a villain. Yeah. Whoa. In a very Duke Nukem esque look <laughs> for him. Wow. Oh, that was Duke Nukem Sting. That was Duke Nukem's thing, yes. Is that Conrad TV? looks so confused right now. <laughs> no, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> this is my happy face. <laughs> He's just happy to be here, kids. True, true. Okay, so uh, aspirations for a speedboat aside, um, what's new with you? Nothing much. Um, I write and direct my own short film, so that's what I'm focused on right now. And yeah, so I'm just uh, trying to do the directing thing mainly and writing at the same time. Sweet. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I work with Conrad, and uh, but in addition to that, I'm just focusing on my shorts right now. Cool. Well, I guess I have to talk about myself. There you go. That's the enthusiasm we love. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I share that enthusiasm. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, yeah, mostly half of it was already covered by Devin having uh, Hired Guns been released. Uh, so that's been happening. I've uh, been writing a bunch of comedy recently. Haven't performed in a while, but I've probably have like 30 to 40 minutes of material now, okay. which is... Comedy uh, Central, my bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're ready um, for your HBO special soon? <laughs> yeah. I think a 30-minute special is what I'd like to do. An hour on stage is rough. 
I can't even imagine. Anyway, um, but yeah, just writing more shorts and uh, doing more outlining for more feature-length scripts right. that will hopefully uh, substitute my not winning Mega Millions lottery. Yeah, we're going to earn Mega Millions instead, right, buddy? Yeah. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, I guess we forgot to mention that we are setting up uh, another short film project that will hopefully be starting sometime this year. It's not quite sure when, but... Uh, Is it going to be called Mega Millions? Death by speedboat. There, there is a close. <laughs> there, there, there is a, a, a money themed uh, title. Uh, Paul Pinkard, who has been on this show, uh, is starring in it, and he's actually been seriously training for it. Like he's going to be fifteen pounds heavier, muscularly speaking. Yeah. Not the uh, raging bull oh. <laughs> <laughs> pasta, fifteen pounds. But uh, yeah, he's he's getting jacked for this movie. Like like Gyllenhaal and P- Prince of Persia, I think oh. that broke back. <laughs> That's <laughs> weird. I, I actually did offer to drive him to TJ to get some steroids for him. <laughs> he doesn't need steroids. And he said, no. <laughs> did you ever see that movie? That guy's with, a purist. Uh, this is a movie with Christian Bale called The Machinist. Have you ever seen oh, that? Oh yeah, yeah. And he, like, that's, like, he loses a oh, bunch of weight, and he's already like skinny to begin with. He looks like it's crazy. And then he had to put on a like, hundred more pounds to get back in the Dark Knight. Yeah, right. Oh, nuts. I heard his um, diet was coffee and cigarettes for the whole movie. Really? Yeah. That's how he lost so much weight. Man. Yeah. Can't eat cigarettes either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even smoke coffee. Weird. <laughs> Did he eat the grounds uh, for the I coffee? Don't, I don't. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> That'd be so gross. He just oh, puts it man. in his gums. Yuck. <laughs> Yucky. Yeah. All right. <laughs> method, method acting, guys. Yeah. Not for me. Yeah, well, I'm should, not an actor. So. You, should, you should sign up for that shit, Conrad, for the, learning the, the, the method. Oh, I do. I do. It's Stanislavski. It's um, method acting underscore mega millions killed by speedboat. Damn you, woman. <laughs> dot com. <laughs> just nice. wanted to just, you it's know. Good. I like dot that. com was the one that got the kicker. <laughs> well, now let's move on to the star of today's episode. You sound so sexy. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I He's can't right. help myself. He's right. Um, so... I guess for everyone out there, who are you and why do you matter? <laughs> My name is Michael Patrick Cornelius Robinson. I made up the Cornelius part. <laughs> oh, I was, like, oh, uh, no, I I was cool. going to say too soon. Yeah. Don Cornelius just <laughs> left yeah, us. Oh, man, that's true. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, man. man uh, you, you, you didn't pick Cornelius as like your uh, confirmation yeah, name? Th- no, that, that would be Bartholomew. Be- being, <laughs> a, yes. being an Irish. Uh, yes, I'm an Irish Catholic. 12 years of Catholic school. Bartholomew. I picked Bartholomew because of Bart Simpson. Nice. So, Good nice. one. I like that one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I moved out. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Oh. Moved out here a few years ago. And, yeah, I'm just trying to do my thang, as they say. T-H-A-N-G. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't snap. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. For you. I so should have. What was your background in, I guess, film development like uh, in Cleveland before moving here? Um, not, there's nothing really going on in Cleveland. Uh, there, actually, there <gasps> isn't. <laughs> I know, but actually, there is now. They're like they have uh, crazy tax credits now, and like the Avengers shot there. Oh, Oh, nice! Big part of the Avengers. So yeah, there's stuff going on there now. But when I was there, it's nothing. And uh, but it's you know, but when I was there, I was just making short films, going to school, and uh, came out here with some friends. And yeah, that's about it. Sweet, sweet. So what what got you 
to make the move? Um, you know, it just I've wa- I've known since I was really little that I wanted to move out here. Mm-hmm. So I think I was always preparing for it. And then I finished school, and luckily a bunch of friends wanted to move at the same exact time. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to come alone, so that was really cool. So we all just kind of drove across the country, and uh, I've been here ever since. So. Um, so what was the moving process like did you have like a lot of people situated here did you just get into a car and we just basically got into a car and and went um we had figured out apartment stuff somehow i forget how <laughs> before we came so we like we're going to an apartment that we had you know mm-hmm. set up but uh it was fun driving across the country is so much fun have you have you guys ever never i it's have a, it, is, it is a blast it is it's really boring at parts mm-hmm. but also really i mean it's just I don't know. I can't even explain it. It's crazy. How long I've driven to Vegas a few times. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. That's like a part way across the country. <laughs> True. But, yeah. What's your, what was your favorite? Where did you go? Like, where to where? Uh, it was from here to New York. Oh, wow. Or from oh. L.A. to New York. New York, wow. New York? Vegas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm like, guys, I really want to ride that roller coaster. It looks, it looks scary. really good. Um, I, I figure I can go to Vegas and knock out... Venice, Paris, um, True. Egypt, <laughs> Gladiator, medieval England. Um, you know, do you think Bellagio kind of covers Italy in general? Or Venetian, Venetian. Oh, and the, and Caesars is like you can go to ancient Rome. Yeah, see, that's the best part of Vegas. You're not just traveling to other countries; you're time traveling as well. I feel like Bill and Ted's. It's like, a, it's like a history lesson. It's educational as well as entertaining. Yeah, edutainment, as they say in the biz. Lesson: Human depravity transcends time and location. <laughs> So, uh, in, going back to your transition here, like, did you did you have a job set up, or you just literally? I just came out with nothing. Oh wow! And, uh, yeah, I got some, I did some internships and worked at a video store in Westwood for a while. And just oh, which one? Hollywood Video in Westwood. Oh, right, right by campus. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. By yeah. the gym. Yes. Sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that was fun. And Mel Brooks came in one day. That was cool. No way. Yeah, that was nice. awesome. And, uh, yeah, I got free rentals. It was a good gig. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I just kind of, you know, just been hanging out here. and But, yeah, I basically came here just blind. So was the uh, the group of friends that you came with, were they all similarly interested career-wise? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're, yeah. Luckily, we all wanted to move at the same time or else I would have been coming out here alone and that would have sucked. So How did your – I'm just curious – how did your apartment situation work out? Like, just kind of blindly finding a place. Well, we, I, we, um, someone had looked at it for us and like sent us pictures. Oh. So you know what I mean. We had we had one friend who was out here already, and they took pictures of it. So luckily, we kind of knew what we were going into, and luckily, it turned out like a, it was a good apartment. So, but it was still scary, like just coming to a so far from home. You know what I mean? Are you guys like? Where's everyone from? We're all from L.A. You're all from L.A.? Okay. Yeah. I knew Conrad. Yeah. Yes, but yes. Gotcha. So. But, yeah, I love it out here. I mean, I love the Midwest, too, but, you know, there's, uh, there's snow and shitty weather. <laughs> I have actually two questions. One, the fact you're from Ohio. Um, how much do you hate LeBron James? That's one. And two, um, what directors and actors do you admire and, you know, try to, you know, 
focus your, I guess you could say your material on. Gotcha. That's yeah. good. That's a good question. I Number one, I hate LeBron James very, very much. Yes. Um, but if he were to come back to Cleveland, like I hear he might, I might not hate him so much again. <laughs> <laughs> you do what you want him back? What's that? Would you want him to come back? I, if I could just be honest, yeah. But I, you know, I, I have a theory. You know how he did the decision yes. thing? Yeah. He should do the second decision <laughs> or the decision two, where like it's just like an apology video to everyone in Cleveland because we loved him so much. Yeah, we loved him so much, and he just, oh, all right. But number two, um, uh, I like Steven Spielberg, he's probably my favorite person ever. Sucks. <laughs> he's shitty. He made a couple movies that are <laughs> shitty. And um shitty movie about a list. Yeah. Who cares. Yeah. Some shark <laughs> bullshit. Um and uh I like a lot of TV. I like Lost a lot is like my it's my other thing. I have a few I have a few different things and Lost is one of them. Um Arrested Development and uh yeah, Richard Linklater, I think, too, who directed uh, Dazed and Confused, which is like my favorite. That is my favorite movie. So are, are you watching Lost in Prison, otherwise known as Alcatraz? Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. I have watched a few, and it's okay, but, I mean, it doesn't even compare to Lost. I mean, come on. They're come actually going to make a movie. It's going to be called The Rock. So hopefully it'll be good. <laughs> hopefully it'll hopefully be good. Hopefully it'll be good. Sean Connery, I, th- I heard, is circling a role. That guy will be a good actor one of these days. He's <laughs> <laughs> getting there. He's got, he's got a lot to learn. Yeah, once he learns to kind of work on his, his vocal delivery True. a little bit more. <laughs> and that beard thing, it's kind of getting old. That yeah. beard thing he has, yuck. So uh, do you have a particular favorite <sighs> Spielberg movie? What well, good question. I think I might have seen all of them. Hell now. yeah. I think E.T. is my favorite oh, Spielberg movie and my favorite movie, period, I think. Yeah. I have to pick one. But how about you guys? Do you like? So any Spielberg favorites? AI? No, um, no. I'm no, actually no. like a. I actually kind of like AI. Um, hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and pass actually while I think about that and pass it to Devin. Oh shit. Um. Well, Jaws obviously sure. is awesome, totally. and um, not not like one of my favorite favorites, but uh, I I really. Thought Catch Me If You Can was underrated. I thought Hell it was yeah. incredible. Totally. I, I concur. Yeah, I concur. Yeah, right, right. Totally. Oh, I, and yeah, I, I love Tintin, too. I just saw you that. Do. Yeah. That, oh. that shit was awesome. Uh, For sure. People were hating on that movie, too. And I thought it was like, uh, I mean, I had all those books as a kid, and I thought they did a great job, you know, capturing that feel. I mean, it wasn't a deep story or anything, but it was just like a fun movie that was very faithful to the source material which is rare yeah totally conrad um i really liked how he directed house party yeah. one two and three right yeah he it even was, came back for the, the oh sequel oh my god so, no. so good he had like this flat top i was like how'd you do that no man? it's movie movie magic i guess <laughs> i have to say indiana jones who had the father oh, issues yeah. in house party who had the who who had the father issues in house party um it was kid it was, <laughs> i mean <laughs> steven spielberg well, well how, Father Issues are, are a tenet of Spielberg's. That's what I'm saying. True. Boom. Well played, Alex. <laughs> nice. Yeah. The Oceans movies. That's a Spielberg, right? Steven Spielberg. <laughs> oh, yeah. Earth. Soder. There's, there is an Earth. Oh, there's a, there's a different, <laughs> different uh-huh. one. That was a different guy. So Indiana Jones? Yes, sir. I only count one, two, and three. I don't count the fourth one. <gasps> 
Yuck. Yeah, it's like Die Hard 4. I don't count as part of that. So sad. Or was, the Star Wars prequels. Yeah. Ugh. Yuck. Oh, That's yeah. like the biggest disappointment of my whole life. So sad. The Star Wars prequels. I, I don't get it. Not to be racist, but that Jar Jar Binks was the most annoying black guy I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. Well, don't forget about the, the Asian uh, Trade Federation <laughs> dudes. Yeah. I remember oh, yeah. nerding right. out so hard for episode one. Right. I was in line for an hour and a half, two hours. Hell yeah. I get in there, and first lines are like, oh, the Trade I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's the worst shit. I, I, I think I think you mean Oriental trade. Yeah, Federation, yeah, right. right. Another, another term George, George Lucas loves so much. Like if you ever watch any behind the scenes interviews with him, he he loves talking about Oriental sword fighting. No way. Yeah, that's, that's gay. He does yeah. love. He's <laughs> really gay. You know? Wow. <laughs> like the NBA commercial says right. No, Can't no, use that's that word. only Phoenix Suns players say that. Grant Hill <laughs> <laughs> and Jared Dudley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, I can't believe he he says Oriental. Like wow. he, it must have like since the f- the first Star Wars came out, he must have just have so much money and so much power that people are afraid to second oh, like, say, "Hey, George, you shouldn't say Oriental." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I think people are, you know, afraid to tell him that shit. It's crazy. Oh, well, I have like a just an it's acquaintance, just, like just an <laughs> acquaintance of mine yeah. who's who's rather wealthy. Like, and I don't even consider him a powerful guy, but I just know that he's wealthy. And he made, like, a, a racist comment, coincidentally enough, saying Oriental as well. Like, uh, we go outside, and I, I put my umbrella on because it's raining. And he's like, oh, the Orientals are always ready with the, with the umbrella. And then I looked <laughs> oh, at wow. him. Wow. And he's an older dude. So, but part of me looked at him, looked at his Porsche, looked at him, and I was just like, oh, shit. It isn't worth it. Yeah, really. <laughs> you should have got your umbrella like Indiana Jones 3, and there would be birds, and then just... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I was going <laughs> to take... Thank you, Mike. Because yeah. I was like, no one, no one. Oh, yeah. Please help oh, me. Oh, I love that scene. <laughs> well, I was going to hit him over the head with my walk, but I left <laughs> right. it in the trunk of my car. <laughs> <Are you> gonna... <laughs> um, but uh, uh, back to Senor Spielbergo. Um I love how everyone's Mexican. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, that's actually a Simpsons reference. Do you not remember uh, when the, the, the Springfield Film Festival episode where Mo- Montgomery Burns decides to get this cheap Mexican counterpart to Steven Spielberg? <laughs> Steven Spielbergo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, good E.T. reference there, too. Elliot. Elliot. With, with the finger touching. But um, I'm going to say Jurassic Park. Oh yeah, oh, Jay Park. Right. Good one. If yeah. not just for Dino DNA, <laughs> I do love that so much. Dino DNA. Yeah, that was so. Funny. <laughs> Even <laughs> though kids ruin that movie, I feel like the, mm-hmm. the kids in the movie. Right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, not ruin it, but I mean, like, They're it take like what could have been a perfect movie. Yeah. Like dinosaurs in a theme park, and just dinosaurs just eating the shit out of people because right. we're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> And then kids are like, ah, I'm going to shine this light at you. Right, right. You idiot. I hate little brats. You know what I mean? In movies, yeah. that's like my least favorite. Like, <laughs> it's like, sh- ugh. And, you know, in Game of Thrones, there's a couple of them. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I think, like, you know, for a lot of pe- people, like film people of our generation, like uh, Jurassic Park was like this so... So oh huge. Gosh, totally. Like, so I mean, incredible. when I went to film school, it's like all my friends and I, we were always dropping Jurassic Park quotes. Like, yeah. 
I think we were like the perfect age for that. You know, like around like just you know what I mean. And growing up in like the eighties, like Dinosaur Mania was like yeah. dinosaurs were the shit. And then like that movie came out, and it was like, oh man, dinosaurs are back. Mm. You know the fact you said Jurassic Park. I remember waiting in line. I went. It was like in like eighth grade or sixth grade. We're waiting and just 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 to see it on the big screen. Right. Just yeah. out my. Oh my gosh, it's just so crazy to think. Like, how the fuck did they do that? I remember that was the first movie I ever like waited in line for. It was like lined real. up out of the building. You know, that was, yeah, that that's true. That was an incredible movie. It's so crazy too how the CGI in it like holds up totally. Yeah, like it looks like you know what I mean. Like it's so nuts. A lot of stuff from back then looks like shit now. You know? Yeah. Even the Lost World was pretty good. Not as good, right? More, more Goldblum, I thought, was a recipe for mm. success, Awesomeness, yes. for, for improvement, so, but, but it was not quite the case. You know what the problem was? They didn't. They took all the douchiness out of him, and that's why it wasn't entertaining. Yeah, they, like, they tried to make him likable. Yeah, like he's a dad now. Exactly, because if you dad. watch the original Jurassic Park, like he's like a womanizing mathematician. It's so yeah. funny. You know? And then like, he turns into a fly. <laughs> It's nuts. <laughs> I think that's a. I think you're thinking of a different. Oh, how yeah. weird, awkward. And yeah. then he figures out the code that the aliens are sending through our satellite system before they blow <laughs> yeah, up the White House. That's true. Oh man. And then the Care Bears all hug each other and ride it together on it. And then he's like, oh, "I won the lottery." And then he gets on his speedboat, yeah. and kills everyone. Sorry. <laughs> that's the craziest porno ever made. <laughs> Goldblum's a tall dude. We were watching Silverado last night, and just towering over everybody. Really, he played Slick. That was his character. That's a name. good name. The, the gamb- Slick, the, Slick the, the 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 gambler, the wandering gambler. Nice. And you know, I he was in um, like one of his early roles was uh, in Death Wish. Uh, he was like one of the rapists <laughs> at the beginning of the movie. That oh my gosh, that scary. like. Killed Charlie Bronson's uh, wife and raped his daughter. Is this the original Death Wish? Yeah, the original Death Wish. Oh, wow. I have, I have a random question. You brought, he was like a rapist. Imagine that's what you were known for, like on TV. Like, oh, yeah, you raped da da da. I know it's your acting. Right. But imagine, like, someone's like, oh, yeah, you're the rapist. <laughs> that's probably how yeah. uh, Dexter feels, right? <laughs> but he's well, cool, though. He's, he's, he's a cool scary murderer. looking, but. Cool. I, I was thinking about that when I was watching uh, Dragon Tattoo uh, recently. Like, the, did any of you guys see that? Yeah, like that, that scene was crazy. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like that dude like being that actor. It's like yeah, I okay, know. okay, Rooney, I'm gonna fucking <laughs> just, yeah, yikes. Just lie there for a second. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's like I can't imagine being an actor and having to do that. Yeah, she did. She did look good in that movie. <laughs> uh, the eyebrow thing creeps me out. Um, speaking of the fact that you're director and stuff, what are your top five movies of all? Whoa! Time? Oh my god! Damn, I'm just dropping a bomb. On Seriously, you know, I just want to throw it out That's there. That's a good Give question. Time. <laughs> Give wow. him like a, a slow pitch yeah. first. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Conrad skipping the straight to the, Sorry. Wow. Sorry. Well, while you think about that question, because sure. I, I want to make sure that you deliver the goods when it comes time. Sure, sure. Have you seen? What have you seen lately? Wow. Um. 21 Jump Street, loved, loved that movie. Um, what else did I see? You know what I loved? I thought it was my favorite movie of last year, Mission Impossible, the new Mission Impossible movie. Yeah? Oh, I my 
good. Yeah. Good. So good. I went crazy for it. And uh, what else did I see lately? That's about it, really. I, uh, Scream 4, I also really liked. I just watched that recently. Okay. I was not expecting it to be as good as it was, but I thought they did a pretty good job. Emma Roberts was in it, and that was enough for me. Hey, there you go. That was buying. Yeah, it yeah. was originally supposed to be Eric Roberts, but they she yeah, they switched <laughs> at the last second, which was weird casting, I thought. I, f- I feel like a quirky indie movie with the ro- all the ro- acting Roberts is <laughs> yes. in somebody's queue totally. right now. Totally. Yeah, I, we like, should... I like the Eric Roberts, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, he likes to work. Yeah. He does. God bless him. I think he's got another best, best of the best movie in him. Dude. <laughs> that would be awesome. I'm man. sure there's a, his white tuxes or white dinner jacket, I should say, is frame somewhere in a what, what was the name philip Reed? was that the main dude that is correct oh man and his brother too oh that's right as uh dayhan dayhan oh shit Day-hon. man those were good one and two awesome i think i like, like two even better than one best of the best all right let's buy mike a little more time for his five movies what have you guys seen <laughs> recently uh let's see last movie i saw was I just saw it. Like the, oh, I saw uh, Act of Valor. Oh, Call of Duty the movie. Call of Duty it? the movie. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, it was really impressive what they accomplished with, like, they, I mean, they sent, like, 15 mil on it, and it was just, like, crazy stuff. They had, like, a submarine, and they had helicopters, and just, like, we're all around the world. You know, script-wise, it was a little thin, like... If they had had a Call of Duty quality script, it would have been a lot better. Um, and, you know, pretty thin on character. I mean, there were a lot of, you know, critiques about the acting in it. I mean, I thought that, you know, for unpro- non-professional actors, they did fine with, given what material they were handed. It's like, all right, make this flat line and no character seem convincing. It's like, what are you supposed to do? So, but, you know, it was cool. Um See, I saw Dragon Tattoo. I saw Tintin. Uh, I I like Tintin a lot. Dragon Tattoo. I, you know, I'm I'm a fan of Fincher, and uh, you know, having read all the books, I was like, man, you know, I thought it was like an unadaptable <coughs> book in a way. I was like, how are they going to make a movie out of this? And you know, so there were things missing, and I was like, oh, you know, I'm a nerd and. That was missing. Can you do that again? I want to hear that presentation <laughs> again. No, you have to rewind and listen to the podcast. So you're saying you wanted more rape than in terms of things that were missing. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, There's way more rape in the book. Come on, guys. I mean, there was, but but that wasn't what I was <laughs> missing. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Only one? Um. No, there was... You know, there's like the sort of the mystery elements, which I found to be the most compelling sort of story drivers in the book. They kind of just inevitably had to be glossed over. Otherwise, it, I mean, that probably would have been better suited to be like a, a miniseries, right. like a Game of Thrones or The Killing or whatever shows that I haven't watched, but I'm citing. You don't want to watch The Killing. No, I, I, that's what you told me. But I'm just saying like, you know, taking a mystery like that and extending right. it over a seasonal arc just seems to make a little more sense for that. But it was still like a visually great, good acting. I thought Rooney Mara was awesome in it. She was really good. Uh, and she's really hot. Nice. So, that always helps. Always helps. Always helps. But, uh, you know, she really 
I thought she really, I'm going to stop yapping about this, uh, but she really captured that character, like, so well, like, when I was reading the books, and then she did that performance, it was like, bam, she, like, nailed it, so good for her, she's good. Sweet. So you're saying it's a good movie. So you're saying she's hot, am I right? I'm saying it's worth watching. I, I think that it was as good a, a movie. I haven't seen the Swedish one. I think it was as good a movie as it could have been, given what they were trying to do. Okay. Conrad? <laughs> um, I saw Hugo a couple weeks ago. Oh. How was that? It I was, was curious about really that. really good. And it's funny, because um, Sasha Baron Cohen is in it, and he's not even really over the top, but he's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um Wow, the acting was superb. Um, I really haven't been watching too many movies. I saw Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. I read the book. I wasn't very like impressed with the movie, I guess. Um, but it was okay. The girl in there is really pretty and bad with names, but the main girl that Jennifer plays Jennifer Lawrence. Yes, sir. Oscar nominee. She, she's super pretty, and <laughs> she, did a, she did a pretty good job. Um, I haven't seen, um, like what I said, too many movies, but I've been watching a show recently, Life's Too Short, Oh, yeah. So funny. It's Ricky Gervais and oh. um, bad with names. The guy that plays Willow. Yeah, uh, Warwick like Davis. Davis. Yes. Yeah. It's like a documentary about him. And it's really awkward comedy. So it's kind of like Curb and Seinfeld times whatever. And just imagine everything with with midgets. Right. And um, it's so funny. I His saw that. I think, I think you mean incredible. little people. I mean little people. You oriental bastards. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I'm Mexican. My last name is Garcia. Um, but it was it's really, really good. If you guys get a chance, you should watch it. I, I thought it was going to be a documentary about Too Short, the rapper. <laughs> Too Short. But they, when they call that, they could, they could call it Blow, blow the Whistle. Is, right? is Too Short in jail? Is he? I don't think Too Short is in jail. I feel like that's a, that's a fun game. We should have a podcast about that. It's like, you name a rapper and you can guess... <laughs> Jail? jail in no jail, jail or not in jail? That's actually a good one. Too, too short would rap about staying It's like it's like toss up in PTI. Too short would rap encouraging people to not go to jail. Like he he had positive messages when he wasn't talking about bitches and hoes. Right. I, oh, I, <laughs> I didn't know that was a positive message. Like, like if, you, if, you, if you if you listen to that song, The Ghetto. By Too Short, like you know, there's some, there's some. Why you say it? The Ghetto by Too Short. Yeah, they play it about NPR, five like, times a day on K Day. The Ghetto by Too Short. The, that Donny Hathaway. It wasn't a Donny Hathaway sample. It was like, I mean, that they, like Donny Hathaway did the The Ghetto, like the original song, right? Conrad, you would know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So they didn't even bother getting a sample. They just got a sound. They they got a band to do the sound of like, and then. They sampled that. Well, transitioning <laughs> from too short. Um, uh, surprisingly, I've been watching a couple, a few indie flicks. Uh, the last thing I saw was uh, Jiro Dreams of Sushi. Oh, I heard that documentary awesome. on was like one of the few sushi places in the world that has three Michelin stars, and he's supposed to be like the greatest sushi chef in the world. Wow. And Hold on, uh, what did you say? Something stars? I didn't hear. Uh, three, three Michelin stars. Michelin. Michelin. What, what does that mean? I'm uh, like, so Michelin, the tire company, is yeah, yeah, also, yeah. like, basically everywhere outside of the U.S. is more renowned for, like, their, their like, uh, travel guides. Okay. And they, they're supposed to have the most uh, 
authoritative rating system. Oh, wow. And it's like only like two to three hundred restaurants, I think, in the world have three stars, which is their their maxed out rating. Whoa. And this is one of those places. But um, Anthony Dang. Bourdain says it's like the best sushi in the world. But I mean, uh, it's a really interesting documentary. Uh, Roger Ebert just uh, up uh, just uh, put up his review of the documentary. I recommend you check it out. It has some interesting insights on it. But a really interesting profile of a guy who's not just very good with, at his craft, but obsessed with it. Crazy. So, um, you know, just really interesting to see. I, I highly recommend it. Um, that must have been tough for, for Roger to watch. That. Yeah, since he I can't mean, eat. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even making a joke here. I'm just saying that But sucks. it was good, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. <laughs> Nailed uh, it. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> Friends with Kids is the other movie I saw recently. Oh, yeah. yeah. With uh, Adam Scott and um, John Hamm's girlfriend's name, Jessica. Oh, yeah. And she starts with a W. Uh, I think. And she wrote and directed it, too, I believe. Yes, she did. But uh, that, was, that was quite good. I mean, uh, star-studded as well. And then, like I said, John Hamm, Kristen Wiig, uh, Maya Rudolph. Um, really fun movie. So for those of you who don't know, it's a movie about um, – Two friends who are not romantically involved who decide to have a child together. And chaos and romance ensue. Oh, and Megan Fox, as a friend of ours, kept pointing out. Oh, Megan Fox is so hot. I'm going to go ahead and disagree on that. You're going to haggle on that? Yeah. I'm not. I mean, she's attractive, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Like a lot of facelifts and stuff. Looks like I it, saw yeah. pictures. I'm like, you're so pretty already. Why'd you do that? You should, you know, get surgery on your thumb or something. <laughs> yeah, she's got to like try that. hard for daddy to love her. But um, Ooh. I thought we've taken it that down that road. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alex and I went to go see 21 Jump Street as well, and we were pleasantly surprised. Oh, yeah. It was really clever, clever script. Did they use narc in anything? No. There, I mean, the word narc did come up. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's it. I'm going to watch it. Mm. Yeah, I thought the... What, what's um, Dave Franco? Is that his name? Yes. Yeah, he, so. yeah. He, he was good, dude. Definitely. Really. It's James Franco's younger brother, isn't it? Yeah, exactly they got the same was. voice. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah, it is. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, no pressure. Five favorite movies. <laughs> All time. Boom. It could wow. change, but if you could sure. think of it like right now. Yeah, if I had to stop... Well, okay, so E.T. we've talked about. True. Dazed and Confused, classic, one of my favorites. Big fan of uh, Lost in Translation, mm-hmm. Bill Murray. Good one. I like All the President's Men, which is... Uh, Shit, that's in my top five, too, no man. Way. You... Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah, it's all the right. best, right? Directors, oh. unite. Yeah, yeah you're, you're <laughs> all right now. You, <laughs> you too. Besides that, I feel like, that, like that's a popular movie, but I feel like not many people have seen it or something. Like, it's... So good. The I best. I haven't seen it. Robert Redford. It, mm. But I so will good. now. Yeah, that's good. And then number five, I think, is uh, The Blues Brothers, which is one of my favorite mm-hmm. funny movies of all time. I thought you were yeah. going to say Jumanji for some reason. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> and number five, everyone, everyone's, it's in everyone's top five. I think, I think David <laughs> Allen Greer is so underrated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so funny in there. Man. He won an Oscar for that, didn't he? No. <laughs> or, or can you can you count... Jumanji and Zathura as like one oh, one yeah. one movie. Since they're the, it's like a franchise thing. <laughs> if that guy's a niche, it's games coming to life. Oh, he's also a Night at the Museum, right? I believe. Oh, the same guys involved with all. Oh, the of that. Di- the director. Oh. Yeah, I think so. I hmm. could be wrong. 
But uh, I haven't been following. His loves career. things coming to life. You know that. Yeah, especially paychecks. Yeah. Especially paychecks. So, since you are a writer slash director slash actor, sure. <laughs> what did you say? Uh, act, act, actor. Um, what are your processes like for? I guess each job. Wow, good question. Um, sorry, I keep saying um a lot. Um, I'm gonna keep doing it to make it the whole thing consistent. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I like to, at the moment, mainly write and direct, and I just try to write stuff. It all starts with the writing for me, and I like to write stuff that is just surprising, or because uh, I feel like with a lot of short films, um, sometimes they get easy. It's easy for a short film to become predictable. So I think the best what how I try to approach things is, what can I do to like make sure whoever is watching this is being constantly surprised because I think that's what I like to watch and I hate I hate watching something and being like Ugh, and then the guy's gonna go into the house and then the house is gonna blow up yeah right so yeah but yeah that's I think that that's the main way I approach stuff are there any uh, genres you definitely lean toward or would like to work more in I think comedy definitely and then but lately man I, I just all these like great like HBO and AMC dramas and stuff, man, I would like, like love to work on something like that, like Mad Men or something. That'd be crazy. Zooby but mainly zoo. What's that? Zooby zooby zoo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where that's from. It's a Mad Men reference. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you you want to get it? So. <laughs> <laughs> and so, what's your process like as a, as a director? As a director, um. I don't know. I I can't uh, fully say yet because I'm not. Uh, I don't want to pretend like I'm. You know, I know exactly what I'm doing because I don't. <laughs> well, I guess what's your but, approach? I guess yeah, would be a better no that's term a, for it. That's a good question. I like to. I think kind of like the same way. You know, I like to shoot things, uh, keep the audience on their toes, and I think I like stuff that's shot fairly simply. Um, and that's how I like to do things because I feel like sometimes directors like go crazy with like camera movements and stuff, and it gets like it t- when you're watching something, it just takes you out of it. Now there's a way to do that and make it work. Like some, I don't know what Paul Thomas Anderson. The first thing that pops to my head where he shoots stuff really creatively and it doesn't take you out of the experience. But I hate when directors get fancy and like just try to do like yeah isn't this cool it's a cool shot right and you're just sitting there like well now i know i'm watching a movie and i'm taking it out you know what i mean Mm. but uh so yeah i just like simply shot things that's why you like all the president's men as i do hell yeah because that is like the the pinnacle of like yes shooting with restraint right but being awesome agreed 100 percent I think the helmet cam is coming back, guys. The helmet cam. But. They had that shit in Act of Valor, if you're into the helmet cam scene. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was a little shaky cam for my taste, but uh, there was it was cool to see something, not to tangent for a second, but it, they shot that all in, like, Canon 5Ds, mm-hmm. and, like, the kind of shit that we can get access to as sort of regular, you know, regular dudes, prosumers. I hate that word. <laughs> I really hate that word. So there's a helmet cam. I'm going to come up with a penis cam. So everything will be... The penis cam. Yeah. Waist high. 
Should be You'll cool. be making very short films. <laughs> It'll be really good. No, yeah. I'm I see what you're doing. That's pretty good. High five. High five. No, I'm not giving you a high five. No, shorter camera housing. Shorter. <laughs> That'd be really weird, no? That'd be a weird, penis cam? Yeah, weird yeah. porno. <laughs> that would be. That'd be a funny start to a sketch where it's just like it's just dark and shaky, and then all of a sudden you're coming out of pants yeah. <laughs> and looking at a urinal. In more ways than shaking, w- you just see a lot of shaking. Coming out of pants more ways than one. Whoa! Whoa! So, uh, Mike, I had a question for you. Um, so, you know, it seems like you are making projects pretty regularly, and I was wondering, you know what kind of community or uh, group of people you've sort of assembled, uh, if any, to, to do these projects? Good question. Um, and I was lucky to move out here with a big group of people from back home, and that's been my main, like, support system. And, you know, we work on stuff together. And, uh, you know, I've met a few other people that have come into that group out here. And uh, But, yeah, I think that's really important to have, like, a you know, a group – and uh, you know, help each other collaborate, but also help each other on their your own separate projects too. But yeah, I, I was lucky in that in that uh, we all wanted to move out here at the same time. So it's kind of like my my dudes. So you guys have like a name for yourselves, like Cavalier Productions. The Cavalier Productions, not really. That I like that though. The Decision the, Entertainment. The, yeah, the, the, Fuck you, LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> I used to live in Cleveland, and now I live in California. <laughs> taking my crew, <laughs> taking taking my talents to to Venice be Beach really productions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, Sting is from Venice Beach. Uh, the man called Sting, or yes, just to bring not, that not, back not around. British Sting, not the wrestler, <laughs> not the wrestler Sting. <laughs> just kidding, I didn't watch wrestling. Just kidding. <laughs> I never watched wrestling, nerd. <laughs> I, did, I didn't either, but I, I hang out with Alex so much. It, the wrestling knowledge is just come by osmosis. So, what what are the uh, various, uh, I guess? Talent skills, like what are what are, what are your group of friends invest in? Are they all actors? Um, a lot, most writers? of them are actors. Um, some are just want to write. I'm kind of mm-hmm. the only one that wants to do. Well, no, a couple of us want to uh, write and direct. But yeah, we all kind of have our own thing, you know. Most, of, like I said, most of them are actors, and uh, but yeah, we just kind of collaborate on stuff and you know work on our own thing. Yeah, so. How are they doing in their ventures? Good, good. Um, just same as me, just writing and trying to pump out mm-hmm. as much material as possible. So, Are you guys mostly working together? Like, To what degree are individual members doing outside stuff? Um, I, would, I would actually say it's mostly us doing our own uh, individual stuff, and we all just help e- each other with that stuff. So that, that's mostly how it goes down. But, yeah. So, so do you... Um have you are you guys just kind of doing stuff like do it or do you have sort of a uh, an outlet that uh, to get your materials to uh, to audiences online or elsewhere? Yeah, well, right now I'm just putting stuff on YouTube and or Vimeo actually, uh, and but my goal for this year is to try to start submitting stuff to festivals. But for right now, it's just online, which is awesome. But yeah, that's a goal. Have you been getting uh, some good viewership? Um, yeah, kind of more and more with everyone. Uh, but I'm still trying to find ways to get more. You know what I mean? But you know, I'm okay. Like it, the, the view, like the amount of views, doesn't really 
um, affect me at the moment just because I'm trying to. It's more about just make, trying to make a ton of stuff. You know what I mean? Right now. So, but it would be nice to get more viewers. So for the other aspiring directors and writers out there, what, what are some of the lessons you've learned just through experience that you might not have known about or would have imagined learning about while you were in Cleveland? It's a good good question. Um, I think the first thing is to, like, make a film. When you're making a film, have confidence, like have a shitload of confidence and make sure the script is very ready. I made a couple short films a while back that, I just won't show anyone because they suck <laughs> because I was just like so not confident and like trying to direct the actors was like, I guess you should be angry, <laughs> I think. <laughs> and they're like, what? Okay. And the movie, I watched it, it was the worst shit. No one will ever see it. And they were good, like for what, but I just wasn't being a good director. So I think you have to go in there and be like, no, this is what we should be collaborative and open with the actor. Mm-hmm. But you need to have like a certain amount of confidence to where like they can trust you as opposed to just some guy that's like do it however you want bye i'm gonna go watch it on the little cool screen i have yay and uh <laughs> i like the voice yeah yeah that's it hi i'm a director we fart says it on my chair yes yeah, it says it on my chair my mom said i was a director so i am why are you laughing at me um but uh, yeah, I think confidence definitely, and making sure the script is like a hundred and ten percent ready. Because I I also did a thing on that same movie where the script was not even close to ready, and I'm like, I'll figure it out in the day. You know what I mean? It was like, come to me. It'll just that's a you know this is my voice for that guy. It'll just come yeah. and like. <laughs> But, and it didn't. And it didn't. And it didn't. And I was just there like, fuck, this line is, this scene doesn't work. I'm stupid. And the actors were like, yeah, you are stupid. And no, they didn't say that. Um, but uh, They just wrote it to me in a nice email. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you are stupid. Love the actors. XL, XL. This is forever. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, I think those two things, confidence and making sure the script is super ready. So since then, have you become like kind of a, a draft whore? Like I know Devin yeah. and I are draft whores and we don't shoot anything unless it's in its 10th iteration. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, totally. Totally. You got to get like other eyes on it to make sure it's like yeah. looking good and cuz you can just when you're writing something you just get so wrapped up in it and mm-hmm. just like it's impossible for you to like tell if it's good or bad. And especially with comedy too, something that sucks is you write a joke and then then you do a bunch of drafts and the joke isn't funny anymore cuz it's like a, you've read it a billion times so that and by the 10th draft you're like fuck is this funny or am I to is this funny or not, or am I just sick of it? So it's mm-hmm. like, that's a shitty thing about writing comedy, I think. That's hard. But but I think if something's really funny, then it'll stay funny. So. so do you have any problems getting in, like, your creative mojo? Like, a lot of writers have problems just sitting down and making the time to, to be creative and write. What it's, How do you get yourself organized? I'm just, I feel like I'm just now figuring out how to do that. It's taken me a while, you know what I mean? Like, you just got to, like, schedule it. For me, it's like, okay, you're going to be writing from, like, noon to four, and you're not doing anything else, and you have to turn off your internet. I'm, like, the most, like, ADD. Is that the right ADD? Yes. Like, writing something, and like, oh, that's right. The Today Show is on. I got to watch. I got to watch that. (laughs) And then I watch that for three hours, and I'm like, well, I didn't write today, but whatever. I'm going to take a nap. (laughs) And, like, it's so easy to just be like, I got to go to the bank. But 
So you just have, I think the key to do it is, which I'm just now, like, like I said, just now, like this week <laughs> learning is that like, you have to like, Oh no, I have to sit my ass down and turn, turn off the internet and TV and just do it. Cause that's the only way, like just fucking do it. It's going to suck first, but then you like you said, like write a bunch of drafts and it'll get good. Um, what, what, uh, technical, uh, stuff like, uh, what kind of format do you shoot on and you have, uh, you, do you have a big crew or a lot of gear? Um, not a not a big crew, not a lot of gear. We have a, a Canon T2i that we've been filming on lately, and some sound equipment, and yeah, that's about it. So we don't we just kind of, everyone just kind of does everything. If like someone needs to hold the boom at the moment, like just I'll grab it. You know, it's just kind of like we all just help each other like that. No one has like a specific like. I myself am horrible with like technical stuff. I'm lucky. Luckily, my friends are way like they love it. I would not like editing is like my editing and like shooting. Like I can never. I mean, I know what I kind of stuff I like, you know, in terms of editing and shooting. But to do it for me is like another language. Like I can't even wrap my head around it. But yeah, so yeah, that's why that's why you, there are people to collaborate with. Yeah, exactly. Right. Totally. Yeah, it's like I I can I can cut, but I'd rather work with an editor to have another, yeah. you know, pair of eyes on it to to get their take on how to put together the stuff that was shot without being influenced by getting too far in my head, you know. Right. For sure. So would you say your gear is of the prosumer grade? My, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, prosumer second generation. I don't know what that means either, but. Whatever. <laughs> any any uh, interesting collaborations that you've come across since you've come here? Um, not most of it's just been with my you know friends from back home. Really, mm. I mean, I met you know a bunch of cool people out here, but late like just since up until now, like it's mainly been my my friends and me from back home. So. Yeah. So how much of you, how much of Mike, if we want to make this like a sports interview, is invested <laughs> in like directing, acting, and and writing, like if you had to like allocate pieces of the pie around. That's a good, uh, I would say 70, uh, 75% in writing, 24% in directing, and 1% in acting. Well, let's talk about the 1%, since the 1% seems to be so popular these days, yeah. topically speaking. <laughs> um, what's your approach like acting-wise? Acting, I think, I, I've only acted really in my own shorts, so it's mainly mm -hmm. just like, a weird like can it's probably like stems from like a control freak kind of thing like i'm the only one that knows how to do this <laughs> i'm a genius no actor understands this do you have any formal training i do not um i did used to do improv in college mm -hmm. and sucked so that and uh but no but that was fun so uh but yeah no other than that no like any no training and i think yeah so i mean i would be totally open to like do acting mm -hmm. but it's a little low on the my list of things to do but so who, who are some of the actors you look look up to i know we talked about the directors that you like yeah that's a good question i like gary sinise is probably one of my favorites i'll lieutenant say that Dan. you know what i'm saying lieutenant Dan. yeah and uh what else is he in i don't know i just love him He's C csi new york csi new york yeah csi uh, and snake eyes uh, apollo snake eyes. Uh, apollo 13 oh, nice that's my top snake one. eyes. I haven't even seen Snake Eyes. I just know he's in it. <laughs> oh my god! 
Wow. The, the references today. Thunder, what is the Thunder, Thunder in Paradise. Paradise. Paradise, Snake Eyes. Yeah. This is what happens here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you clearly haven't listened to our to our podcast. Yeah. It's yeah. It, there's definitely a love for the obscure and meaningless. Right, sure. Totally. The best totally. of the best. Yeah. Best franchise. Right. More so the latter. <laughs> meaningless, yeah. Um I also like Robert Redford quite a bit. Yeah. He's, he's pretty good. He's okay. He's good. He's good. He's good. And uh, yeah, that's about it. I think those are the only two. I hate all, every other actor. Those are the only two. I <laughs> yeah, especially Conrad. Especially Conrad. I'm just kidding. So what's on your uh, I've made it bucket list? I guess. Um. Well, how do you mean? Like what? What's like the main? I guess. I mean, uh, do you have any end goals for yourself as a director, actor, writer? Yeah, or? I would just like to write and direct my own movies. I think. Mm-hmm. What I want to, and TV shows too. It's kind of uh, mainly TV, actually. But uh, TV lover, I'm a TV lover. I can for appreciate sure. that. For TV sure. lover. TV. That's a good song. I love that. One. <laughs> Tupac, right? Um, <laughs> too short. Too, too short. short. That's right. But yeah, I think to write and direct my own movie would be awesome. But also just to write anything, you know, mm-hmm. TV movies, just kind of like it all. Who would you like to collaborate with? Like your your dream team of man, Conrad Garcia. No Conrad way. Thanks, man. Wow, he's really I'm good. So, wow. You know, I mean, of all the Oriental actors, <laughs> yeah. he's definitely right, he's in my the favorite. One, top one percent. Right. Exactly. Um, I think like the Simpsons like would be awesome to work on. You know what I mean? To like work with the. Yeah, I, I still love The Simpsons. Like a lot of people, like it's not as good as it used to be, but a, a lot of people say it's like shitty now. But I still love The Simpsons, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So that favorite way. character? Oh man, Lisa. Lisa. Lisa is my favorite. Yeah. How about you? Um, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Chief Wiggum. Ooh. Yeah, that's All right. Funny. All right. You guys, what is? Ooh. Flanders. Ooh. Oh, that is good. I always like. I always liked snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Premium, man. <laughs> hey, Thanks kid, if you like, let me out of here. I'll totally make it worth your while. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever happened to, like, the, the Vietnam character? Like that oh, the one-armed guy? guy? Yeah, like, I remember, you, like, he's in a lot of the really old Simpsons episodes. Yeah. And then, like, circa... He hangs out in Moe's, doesn't he? Yeah. Or no. I think he died. Did, did, did you see? That was, like, the, one of the great Snakes episodes, like, where the Pulp Fiction one, where... Oh, yeah. Where the Vietnam guy, like, takes... It was, like, Snakes, Chief Wiggum, and somebody else. And they got, like, the ball gags. And they're, like, in the oh, Army yeah. Surplus store. Oh, yeah. That one was, like... Grandpa Simpson is is heavy in that one, too. That was right? awesome. Yeah. Oh, that shit. That is a good one. But, yeah, he's... I, ball the, gags. Was he killed off? <laughs> he might have been. There are only, only a couple characters have... Uh, she, um, Mrs. Flanders. Right? Mrs. Flanders. Weeding Gums. Weeding Gums Murphy, yeah. There was one other one I can't remember. But. Frank Grimes. Oh, oh Frank Grimes. You, know who else, yeah. you know who else too I love is uh, uh, <laughs> what is his name? Like Rainier Wolf Castle. <laughs> oh. oh, I love what was it applesauce bars? Uh, yeah. Was power it? sauce. Or oh, power sauce. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Power to sauce. climb the murder horn. Yeah, the murder horn. Yeah. Oh my god. My favorite thing is that remember there was like the Troy McClure like Simpsons 10th anniversary special or something and uh-huh. there was like a before the commercial break little like trivia question like which two Simpsons characters which two popular Simpsons characters died this past season 
and they come back from the commercial break. And he's like, if you guessed Bleedingham's Murphy and whoever else it was, like Bleedingham's Murphy, you'd be wrong. They were never popular. <laughs> like my favorite <laughs> Simpsons thing ever. Uh, so uh, you'd like to be on The Simpsons? I would. That would be like, yeah, for sure. Clearly as a writer, not as yes. an animated version of yourself. Sure, yeah, right. Although that would be cool, too. But yeah. But if I had like a dream like place to work or something, that would be definitely The Simpsons. Uh, any other like actors that you'd like to collaborate with, or if you want to get really technical, like DPs and wow. Um, let me think about that. I, Steven Soderbergh. Steven Soderbergh. I love. Yeah, I also like any any Berg director. I like. I seem to Peter so, Peter Berg. Peter Berg. Yeah. Bill Goldberg. Bill Goldberg. Whoopi. <laughs> um, <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. I'd wear, I'd like to work with that guy. That guy is good. I like him. He's in the new Woody Allen movie coming out, I believe. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, right? He's like a per yeah, definitely. Woody knows how to pick him. <laughs> Speaking of Woody Allen and, and actors, I like Owen Wilson is actually one of my favorites. Yeah. I, love I just that saw dude. Midnight in Paris. Well, good, right? Yeah, yeah I, lo- I liked it. Yeah, I liked it's it very too. Very enjoyable. Totally. Totally not what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, right? I mean, it was still a very Woody Allen-esque movie, but I mean, premise-wise, I was like, oh, this is... yeah. This is happening. It's not in New York. (laughs) This has other elements. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I love Woody Allen, too. And, yeah, I really enjoyed that movie. I thought it was, like, really fresh for him. Like, he still still got it, but it seemed like he found some new new life to his uh, sort of vision that he's been doing for forever. Yeah. That killed the party. (laughs) Awkward. I don't know. I think, like, a... Annie Hall hipster redux would be oh. would be nice. <laughs> Kristen redux. Stewart's gonna be in it. Kristen Stewart. Yeah, they they meet playing ironic Sorry. beer pong <laughs> with Alanis <laughs> Morissette's song "Ironic." That'd be cool. Yeah. And Paul Giamatti is the Woody Allen. <laughs> Paul Giamatti. <character>. Wow. <laughs> well, how old was Woody Allen in Annie Hall? Would you say forty? Maybe. Yeah, he's probably. Yeah. Wow. So, like, we get, like, Adrian Brody then, right? Yeah, Adrian. That Put would him be in some good. skinny jeans. Yeah. <laughs> Put him in w- Williamsburg, right? Uh, in the Berg. I know that's Berg. another Berg. William, yeah, Williams. I have Berg. a really random story just because you said um, skinny jeans. I remember before, this has nothing to do with anything that we're talking. Just uh, just throw it out there. That's what you hear I, for I was, um, Well, let me shut off the recording <laughs> real quick. I was camping out for some shoes um, at Nike, Nike Town or something, and... We're waiting, and then um, Larry King actually comes and says, hey, guys, what are you doing? And Larry King is, like, super old, and he's trying to be hip with tight jeans and boots and, like, a plaid shirt. And he's like, what are you guys waiting for? We're like, oh, we're waiting for Jordans. He's like, yeah, Michael Jordan's my friend. And he walks away, dude. This is real. This, this sounds like a dream. I this is real? I swear. Wow. And I was like, what a Dick. Well, what like, I mean, more dick is like he's my friend, and he sent me those new Jordans already. <laughs> Suckers. Yeah. I was like, what an asshole. Fuck you. Hope it sounds like an old fit. movie where like like a Charles Dickens book or something, where like the rich guy is walking by, like everyone like, oh hello. Mm. <laughs> Would any of you like some turkey? Just kidding. I own all the turkeys. I don't know what you want. This one, yeah. it's mine. Yeah. One, it's mine. Go back to the poorhouse. Yeah, go back to the poorhouse. Get <laughs> the car, Joffrey. Which reminds me, I, I'm really afraid of the Raven coming out. I'm excited. 
I mean, I'll, Please debate, gentlemen. Well, uh, I mean, I, I love Cusack, but I, I just the idea of like, oh, Edgar Allan Poe is being consulted with in this movie, and yeah, like, uh, I bet his sister's like, gonna be in it though. I mean, that's the whole trend, though. It's like, yeah. oh, let's take something and reimagine it as uh, something, something good. else. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like the. Yeah. You know, I guess it was based on a comic, but like, you know, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter Dude, has just, like the same the thing, like taking something familiar, a brand perhaps, and <laughs> yeah. and then what a great brand! I mean, he's on he's on the penny, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. What did you, do they have to get permission to use his name like that? Like, <laughs> yeah. like is it like yeah, past the? Yeah, yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if Abraham Lincoln was not in public domain? Yeah. Like. <laughs> To pay his descendants, yeah. like someone squatted on his IP, like like people squat on domains now. <laughs> Frank Grimes in North Dakota owns the rights to everything related to Abraham Grimes, Lincoln. That's a good last name, Grimes. <laughs> oh, Is All right. it like it can't be the Raven? Like it, it's got to be different from the. It's a short story, right? It's not even like a. Well, the the real short stories. Well, I mean, the real Raven is the short story, but right. it's not. It's like not related, right? Oh, it isn't. I I think it's I like think there's a murder. there's a murderer out yeah. there, and they're, they're consulting with him. Edgar Allan Poe. Oh. Yeah, I think it's like it's like Castle or Bones, but right. with Edgar Allan Poe. Right. <laughs> it's gonna be super. Yeah, sad. It would be like Castle, right? Yeah, because yeah, he's a writer. But but I think in the the premise is that uh, the murderer is like basing his murders on Poe's writings. So oh, so okay. it's like whatever. You know, horrible things he's described in his poetry is then manifested by the murderer. So there's like, I guess, an element of must have been really hard seven. to replicate a Telltale Heart. Mm. <laughs> oh, we'll find out when we see it. Although to nerd out a little bit, the, the Cask of Amontillado is like one of my favorite short stories because it's so fucked up. You guys ever read it? Which one was that? Like a long one? time ago. I guess. That's the one where like, uh, it's like a revenge tale. Where I just know the end is the protagonist is well, like spoiler, bricked. Dude. Come on, man. <sighs> what you say? Kidding. Oh, Yo, oh, I, know, I know what you're talking about. That is sweet. You're right. Yeah, where he's the bricks, yeah. bricked in. Yeah. Oh, wait. I do remember this one as well. Yeah. Way ahead of its time. And then like, I oh, imagine absolutely. like when people read that back then, they're like, oh, what the? This is the craziest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And the fact that we we come back... Story-wise, with the last brick being put in, is right. like, like wow, that's really modern in, yeah. in, what, in ways that it really isn't. He would have been a good screenwriter, probably. He would yeah. have. He and Tim Burton would have probably collaborated <laughs> in a monochromatic ode to loveliness. And Johnny Depp would be there. <laughs> Johnny Depp would be there. And Helena sure. Helen Bonham Carter. Johnny Depp cashing his checks. <laughs> Dark Shadows. Thing there. Yeah, well, I well, did not well, know that that was a, a soap opera. It was, yeah. And like yeah. The, the, I, I knew, like I used to watch it when I was little because they reran it on Sci-Fi Network, uh-huh. and like it's like this weird old shitty soap opera. Teddy <laughs> looks exactly like the old soap. Opera. Yeah, kind of does. Yeah. Cool. It, does it look good? I haven't seen anything about it other than the, the poster. I'm like, what is that? Yeah, it's like a comedy. It's weird. That you should check out the trailer. It's just. It, I haven't been in love with Tim Burton movies in, in a while, but it might actually be kind of cool. So, might being the key word. Yeah, might. Yeah, I did not care for Charlie oh, so and the Tim Chocolate Bur- Factory. So Tim Burton did that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't care for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory either. That was, I don't know, it kind of was off the mark for me a little bit. Yeah. Definitely. 
Yeah. Be better, Tim Burton. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's <Your> listening. <laughs> he and Helena are enjoying <laughs> so a, a, a nice cup of coffee. Yeah. While listening to the Wobbly While listening H. to the Wobbly H. Please come in for the next episode, Tim. We'll love, we'd love to yeah. talk to you about Charlie and how great it was. Supposed to be more more faithful to the book, not that that matters to the enjoyment of the movie. Nerd, nerd alert! Read the book. I had it read to me while I was in the first grade. Yeah, it's like he has his lunch fed to him as well. It's much better that way. <laughs> like, ja- so ja- like James Earl Jones in Coming much, to America. Much, much he was lo- awesome. <laughs> then let them wait. <laughs> you have sex with the bath maidens? Because I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think it's wrap up time. All right, uh, let's go around and uh, do our round of plugs. Uh, okay, um, again, hiredgunsthemovie.com and uh, check out our movie. And uh, if you want to find out more about me and what an awesome human being I am, you can go to my website, devincurry.com, D E V I N C U R R Y. And that's got music, movie stuff. Check it out. Conrad? Um, if you want to go to my website, www.conradgarcia.com, I just put up pictures and some of my past um, stand-up. Any NSFW stuff? <laughs> What's that? I'm just penis cam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> penis cam underscore mega millions. <laughs> Kill you, bitch, with a speedboat. Dot com. I think that's that, a mar- that, that there's org. a market for porn there, buddy. Just just like It'd sell the like idea, the really ultimate <laughs> POV. <laughs> be, oh, I like that, and I have that guy do the voice, um, and that's it basically. Oh, yeah. Just approach girls at the mall. <laughs> you want to be in my movie? It's, it's just funny to see like this bouncing camera, and all you see is like stuff from the waist down, and a voice from like way over yonder. No, I don't want to see any Cinnabons. Get your orange Julius out of here. That sounds good, Orange Julius. Anyway. Yeah, I haven't had one of those in a while. Yeah, are they still around? I think they are. I saw one somewhere recently because I remember being like, oh, my God. No Riverside. It's in Riverside. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know because Riverside. Right by the Miller's Outpost. <laughs> <laughs> in deep there, buddy. You That's win. That's a good you, one. Jinko Jeans win. on sale. Jean-Claude. 1999. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wear your Jimmy Z shirt with the- <laughs> With those jeans. Wow. Uh, I kind of want some Bugle, bugle Boy. Bugle jeans. Boy. Dude, Miller's. Oh, Union my Bay. God. <laughs> that was a good reference. Touche. All right. Back out of my DeLorean, back into the present. <laughs> Mike, our wonderful guest. Thank you. I would like everyone to go over to treatwilliams.com, <laughs> first of all. <laughs> Which I have not affiliated with, but I'm sure there's some fun games for the kids on there. Um, the whole, whole, fam- whole family can in- whole family can gather around the computer and go to treatwilliams.com and have a good time. My uh, I'm on Tumblr, which is where I put all my short films, and it's uh, my name backwards, RobinsonMike.tumblr.com. Do you have a, a Twitter? I do. Yeah, it's also Robinson Mike. Check handle. it out. It's really funny. Really great stuff. Thanks. So any, uh, any other projects that have come out that you want to plug that might, might not be on your Tumblr? Not yet. I'm kind of in the um, like pre-production of a bunch of new shorts, so there's about to be a bunch of new stuff, but nothing like new at the moment. But in the next couple of months, there's going to be a bunch of stuff on there. 
Awesome. Ooh, Looking yeah. forward to seeing it, man. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I don't have shit going on, so <laughs> nothing for me to plug. Um, I will probably be taking another class with Greg Dean, so I'll probably have a showcase uh, 12 weeks from now. There you I go. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm so excited about my career, guys. You are on the go, Twitter, though. I need you to got t- that going talk to my you. therapist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can read my very sporadic tweets about... I don't know. What was the last thing I tweeted about? I don't even remember. I probably made fun of LeBron a guy. LeBron has a vagina. <laughs> it was probably something rape-related. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Rape's always topical. I mean, it's always happening. Topical. Somebody somewhere is being raped. <laughs> and on that note, fuck it, we're done. <laughs> Yay, rape. <laughs> <laughs> and we laughed.